0: yo what is going on party people yeah. and welcome to another episode of spin from the real my name is chris anthony lopez and joining me for the first time as an official co-host on this show at least the full of, of us on screen together yes it's the alimony without the divorce it's allison Salomone
1: hi how are you this is so exciting because i didn't get to see you last week
0: right how dare i be at work how you know? dare
1: you how dare you do something that makes it so you pay your bills i'm like right you you gotta keep us? the
0: lights on the wi-fi wasn't working earlier it was a whole thing <laughs> i was trying to just play uh games on the on my playstation it's all right everything's fine though we got it fine. situated oh <laughs> uh, but we're not alone today uh, not only do we have our boy uh, Sug in the back. Uh, I don't know, Suge. Can you hear me, or can we? Can we hear you? I yeah, you can hear me. I can hear oh, what, you. What's up? I'm what's here. up, Shug. What up, homie? <laughs> what up? But we are also joined by uh, the co-founder of this channel, and his name happens to be Matthew Thomas. Matt, what's good, brother?
2: Tired. It's been a long day working in retail before Christmas. Sucks, dude. It
1: sure <laughs> does. I, I do not the- miss those days. Whatsoever.
2: Two semesters to till a degree. Two semesters <laughs> until a degree. Big down days.
1: All of our customers, everyone working in retail, everyone with forward facing, whatever. Uh, in in these times and in this uh, uh, season, God bless all y'all.
0: Yep, and God bless everyone watching in the chat. I see you, Galaxy Geeks, what's good? Sean Wingblade. What up,
1: Wingblade? So many folks. You got, uh, I think Jake was in here,
0: Buck. Jake's in here, Buck, Luke. So many nice people. Ryan, Maddie.
1: I I wonder why y'all are
0: here, you know? Like, it's, I bet, you know, we've been... It is Allison. It's
1: not me. It's
0: Matt, me. Matt and I, we've been here for, for a long ass time doing this year show. Year and a half. Year and a half. <laughs> right, right. But it's crazy. Like, doing the show so long, we still get to do firsts. And we yeah. get to talk to people for the first time. And it's so rad. So, it was crazy because earlier today, speaking of retail, I was driving home from retail and I had this cool ass <laughs> intro in my brain for our guest. Uh And I'm going to say it right now. So I hope he's ready. Are we good? (laughs) Let me get a thumbs up from a guest in the back. Awesome. So introducing the man who I awkwardly introduced myself to outside of the Mint, Spectacular Weekend, because he scared the hell out of me and I didn't know he was there. And I'm like, oh my God, it's Kevin Smets. I just saw you. But he's the former Inner Geekdom champion of the movie trivia showdown. And he made his triumphant. And when I say triumphant, y'all, I mean it. At Spectacular Six, oh, to this there. incredible ovation. Not only is he a very nice person for coming on this show, but he's an inspiration to many for what our man has gone through. So mm-hmm. without further ado, it's the Smasher, Kevin Smith! <laughs> Kevin
2: Smith! <laughs> 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 How's it going, everybody?
3: Like
0: she's really <laughs> she's gonna cry. She's gonna cry. She looked at me
3: like, <laughs> "What are you making me Dasha. do? What are you making me do?" Dasha, Dasha, I scared my daughter. <laughs> Dasha, my wife.
0: Kira. Oh, <laughs> she had thing. the cute little
3: face, the scary face.
0: <laughs> oh, What? What is? Hold her up. to the, the camera thing? for them. The, to the say. whole the there whole is. chat is. blowing up. Kira, Kira. Hi. She, she had the cute
3: like little like face. Say
0: hi. Hello.
3: Oh, What's it's good? A, a, a special uh, cameo appearance by...
0: The whole Smash family's here. Yeah, yeah
3: there it is. Yeah, from it ours so to much. yours. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, all right, there you go. Hi.
0: Oh, my gosh.
3: Cool. She has I this cute always, face. If she thinks that you're laughing at her, even though you're not, you're just laughing because she's cute, but she, she catches on, and if she thinks that, like, she's being laughed at, so this is a different cry than when she's hungry or when she's tired, and it's just this, like, why are you laughing? at me and that she literally <laughs> we have it on camera now and i'm glad I, I i feel so bad i did it right there on for everybody did to not, see
1: it. did but, not yeah. fully cry guys it was very close so
3: no, i Amy mean, i was trying to get that sub 11 cry sub 11 minutes really, cry
2: we
0: no, got, we got close. damn
3: close we still might get there who the hell yeah, knows we still might get there yeah the timer we got 450 in
0: 450 in <laughs> but kevin man it's a pleasure to have you on spin from the real for the first time and like i mentioned i did see you outside the outside the mint you were talking to people, and I'm like, "Who the hell am I? Just gonna walk up to this dude? I don't want to bother you." No, and, and and I saw you. You're being so nice to legitimately everyone you saw that weekend. But I'm like, I don't want to go bug him. He's been he's been so like, you least,
3: know,
2: like,
0: no, 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 no
3: problem no. at all. Yo,
2: at least you didn't have to meet him while having imposter syndrome in the green room.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's
2: right, right before wasn't that just
3: before yeah. I came out when I met you. Yeah, yeah I
2: met, I, yeah, I met you right before you came out, and then I, are uh, oh. no, you. I met you during intermission, and I came back, and we talked a little bit after everything happened. Yeah, also.
3: intermission. Yeah, and, and I remember I was like, I don't know if anybody's supposed to. I was I yeah. was hiding the whole time. Um, yep. In the rafters, like fan of the opera, and uh, <laughs> uh, for a while, yeah, I, like even the people in the green room didn't know if I was there or not. So, I mean, mo- my friends that are in the league knew, but there were some people that, like, when I went back down, um, there one of the competitors. One of I I won't say. I think who, it was
2: Jesse. I it, think was, it was Jesse. Name drop I, was
3: it? Oh, yeah. Well, there, there was a competitor who I won't say because it was a nice private moment, but like I had the full outfit on, like with the gloves and the hoodie. And he just came up to me and I had just met him and he was just like, man, this is badass. Good to see you back, which was a cool, cool I moment, think. you know. But I don't think he knew until the second I had the hoodie on and, and he was like, wait, he's, he's gearing up. What's he doing? <laughs> That he's and that movie was up.
1: perfect. I that with the Phoenix that was that oh, was, I'm glad, it, yeah. that was amazing. It was between was, that uh, and
3: I had a return of the Jedi one. So it's like it was going to be either that, you know, both kind of represented like a return but
1: yeah. yeah. I, of, the I think the Phoenix with with everything um is, was 100% the way that was that was that was I was in I was in Texas on a different vacation with like my husband and friends that I should have been paying more attention to than watching <laughs> spectacular from my phone and um I was we were getting ready for dinner at that point, and I'm just sitting in the hotel room getting ready, and all of a sudden Chandru's on there and he's doing his thing and then the <sighs> lights go and I'm just like, What's that? And I just start, I mean, sobbing. And my husband's like, What are you? He's like, Why did I why did <laughs> I get you into this? Like, what have I done to you? And I'm
3: like, yeah.
0: this is
1: So amazing.
3: That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought I was gonna lose it. Uh, I had, like Frank was like, I remember like early on when Early ideas that this was going to happen. He's like, "Well, if you ever come back, you know you're going to cry on stage." Because, and I was like, "Yeah." And I, I, did my best. I think I held it, held it together pretty well. I was pretty in the zone for the promo and stuff. But yeah, when I saw oh, my you crushed it. Uh, oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> when I saw my wife and kid there when I was making my entrance, I point up at them, and then during my speech when I mentioned them and I saw them again, like those are the two parts where I almost broke, but I kind of had hang hung on. So,
0: yo, and I and I definitely want to. Like break that whole day down because I mean, like you mentioned not too long ago, folks who were participating or they're already there in the green room had no idea what the hell you were doing or if you were even there. Yeah, but before that, like when you, I don't, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you've said on other shows or if you've said it publicly, like when you found out you were coming back. Like, yeah, I, mean, was I that had like the pull... whole, That had to have been a whole thing for you.
3: Yeah, yeah, I had to pull a little bit of a. Well, I can't. I don't want to spoil No Way Home, but uh, just there was an actor that like vehemently de- denied something about that movie in the press. And <laughs> I had to, I, I remember I told Christian, I'm like, I'm lying to people. Like, um, because I knew for about a month. Um, so when I went on happy hour, um, Jill knew ahead of time because I'm close with her, but like the others didn't. And when they were asking me about it, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably, I don't know. It might be a little too soon or whatnot. And she had to like text me afterwards, like, did something change? Or I'm like, good, my, my acting worked. But <laughs> I hated to lie to anyone. And I actually tried to avoid fibbing. I just said that, uh, you know, I tried not to like, so it wasn't a lie per se, where I was just kind of avoiding answering it, but where I was just like, yeah, I don't know. It just, it might seem too soon or whatnot. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I've known, I mean, It goes back to like when I was fighting cancer in the first place and Christian called me and he knew I was having a down during my chemo phase. Like there, you know, it was three weeks of hell, one week off basically for like nine months. So one of my darkest days or whatever, he had called me and, uh, oh, it's nine minutes. Maybe I'm going to cry. I got two minutes to say the story, (laughs) but he had called me and he was like, I know you're really feeling it. And he he had left this voice memo and he was like, just imagine, it, you know, uh, you you know, the lights are going to drop out one day at a live event and the chat crowd's going to chant your name and you're going to come down and make an entrance. He's like, you just keep fighting, bro, and we'll get you there. So it was very, uh, those kind of things. And like when, when Ellis would, would hit me up every Monday, Mo- Molly Mondays, um, where he'd send me pictures of his dog and just make sure I was oh. doing good. Because his dad, his dad was a, a oncologist, like, a like, on, like worked on cancer patients. So mark growing up was all around cancer patients because his dad was helping him you know so his book i read every time i was at chemo and stuff like that and uh so i feel like i know his family pretty well but <laughs> just through that book but yeah he uh he definitely those those two in my off season and of course kaiser taking me to radiation and stuff like it was definitely you know some of those some of those some some people close to me saw and you guys did too actually during the Smashathon was really rough time and like that that held me together for that weekend and that was a weekend i needed it because it was the first weekend where the radiation burns really kicked in and it was it was physical assault every time like it was tough but uh physically assaulting the the the, the burns everywhere down there so um that and then just through the chemo the chemo is different with the iv because that just felt like you're po- they poison you they poison you to they kill all the cancer cells and, and your real cells too, but your real cells can build back up. Your cancer cells can't come back. So you're basically killing yourself uh, and hoping that your all your cells come back um, when you're doing chemo. It's like poisoning your body. So those two dark phases, but you know, people that were in my life, they came together and made sure they kind of lifted me up. But to go back to your original question, you know um, that was a pipe dream for me. At first I thought maybe it will never happen because I had dark times and uh, of, of a voice memo of Christian literally almost predicting word for, moment for moment, how it went uh, at spectacular. And then to be able to have that come true and, you know, embracing him backstage and knowing that, like, you know, what he said, you know, all those months earlier when I was at my darkest. And then here I am in remission and it went, went over well. It was just a great moment. So did I get there? 11.52. Yep, yep. Oh, you I got there like
2: two minutes ago. She's been like. You see a single in oh. here and there, and she's been trying to hold him back.
3: <laughs> God damn oh, it! Man. You know, I, I have another. I have the the uh, uh, the the, uh, oh. the home run too. Like, so one of the fans actually, Roberto Suarez. He's on Twitter, Roberto Suarez. I don't know what his handle is, but I actually had this uh, in my bag at Spectacular too, and I had it on me uh, when I had my surgery. So he actually had cancer and beat it. And he wore this during his chemo treatments and then when his his daughter got it and she beat it and she wore it during his chemo treat her chemo treatments mm-hmm. and then he freaking sent me this with a letter that made my wife and i cry for two days but oh um just that. giving You're me the power sure. yeah you know, I, I mean i don't know i don't look too You know. there it is that's for you roberto
4: yeah, but, uh, yeah he, he
3: gave me this and it, it was in with it was with all my smasher gear and that was just he was another you know the fans all came together obviously in the smashathon but and then everybody just touched, like touched my family, you know, however, even if it was just a word or a, everything, you know, any tweet, I tried to sometimes when I was in the chemo chair, I tried to reply to every single um, response of anybody that gave me anything on Twitter or Facebook, just because I knew that they're going out of their way to like, keep me positive, you know, so, yeah. But yeah, that was, it was a rough year, but you know, it's all. It's all good now. I'm feeling good and feeling strong and healthier every day. So that's
2: awesome. And You're now my daughter's to...
3: walking back and <laughs> I love this so much. I'm just gonna.
2: <laughs> you bring up the Smashathon, Chris. Didn't we do like top five Kevin Smets moments? We did. uh We did five uh Smets
0: matches. Yes. Oh, th- yeah, I remember. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> we were on like at five o'clock Pacific, yeah. and yeah. in the morning. Yes. In the yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it, no, it, w- it was super rad though. And, um, well, I mean, not I as watched
3: <laughs> I watched it all. So it time, right well, I watched right it all. And you must have been tired by the end Well, I mean, I didn't, like, <laughs> I ended up watching it all, but like, uh, I remember um, Justin Hamilton was on with the door and they were talking Star Wars at like two in the morning and I had yes. just, I had woken up and I had to use, and I was on in my room all day, but like unmuted when I was trying to go right. to sleep or whatnot, but- Like two or three in the morning, I remember just crawling out of the bathroom after just getting freaking physically assaulted by the pain and stuff. And just hearing Justin Hamilton like, you know, in Attack of the Clothes. <laughs> my favorite Jedi in there. <laughs> I mean, that's a horrible impersonation. But,
1: you I know, think you sound just pre- like pre- him. Pre- that's pretty, I'm I'm that's pretty, pretty spot
3: pretty when on. When you're out there in the galaxy and you got Chewie <laughs> on by your side. <laughs> and I'm just on, this is the guest room because my oncologist wanted me in uh, in a different room, especially when I had an infant because uh, I needed him to sleep and an infant waking up all the time. So that night I was here. But I just remember like half dying on the bed, just hearing, <laughs> hearing Justin Hamilton talk about a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> not to give you guys, pro- not to give promotion to the other, oh, yeah, the competition. Good, oh, no, but dying. again, I, I just know you guys night. were five in the morning, but you were, you were here on mute while I was sleeping and I ended up catching up on everything the next day. So it really helped my family.
1: And I have to say from, I mean, I'm a baby of digital. I've only been around through like the recent, like within like the last six or seven months. So it's honestly been really fun going back and watching your matches from the the beginning. Studio uh, there, yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's been honestly going back and just watching matches in general has been really fun because everyone has their opinions of like what matches I need to go and watch versus like just doing the whole watch through. But being able to kind of go back and watch you just literally come in and just like, I think one of my favorite moments was after you're, you're one mad for you know you just you know you light the guy I, I can't remember what you want but you just I know you just hit the table you're like give me Kalinowski and then just walk off and I'm like oh,
4: he's so that was cool. on my birthday actually
3: that was, <laughs> was it really? uh it was against Hector Navarro yeah, and it was it. super early in the morning and then there was the MCU exhibition match after the lunch break so um <laughs> Funny backstory on that. So I I was feeling pretty confident about where I was and that that I could beat Hector. But it's a lot riding on it. I had like a birthday party scheduled that night. It's like if I would have lost to Hector, like that would have been really bummer. And then I had this birthday party later. But um, yeah, uh, that moment was kind of improvised. I didn't have I didn't know if I was going to do that going into it. Um, And then I just was feeling it when I felt like a knockout was imminent. Um, And I just only because right when we were recording our green screen interviews right before, because it was all pre-taped and stuff, um, Christian just said, hey, so you get Kalinowski at Collision if you win today. And like, that's the first I had officially heard it. So then in my head, the wheels were turning. I'm like, oh, I got to do something um and so yeah then so i won so now i'm on cloud nine we go across the street to uh the bar or whatnot and then my friends are getting me kind of tipsy because it's my birthday and but there was an mcu match and of course i wanted to take it serious because rachel was in it and kalinowski was in it but it was also my birthday so i kind of got a little buzz so if you watch that match you'll see that i'm I'm a couple, (laughs) I have a couple beers in me. I wasn't like smashed, but I had a couple beers in me and I was feeling pretty good on my birthday and I played real loose during that match and it was fun. I made it to the very end until, yeah, Sean beat me at the end, but it was fun.
1: That's awesome. It, it really was. I think that's probably one of my most favorite moments other than obviously coming back at, at spectacular, (laughs) that's definitely right up there for sure.
0: The, the whole journey that you've had up to this, and I mean, you've, you've been public about it about um like the notes that Christian gave you and then um I mean teaming up with Kaiser, you and Kaiser rocked the the league when you first showed up. Cause I don't think anyone was ready for the dynamic that you and Kaiser had. Like it was the and for all my all my wrestling marks out there, like the the, the Heyman Lesnar dynamic that that y'all had. Like you were like you spoke, but like Kaiser was the one really like talking his shit to yeah. other competitors. And you're like I'm going to go to the table. I'll show you what I'm capable of doing. And I'm going to just, I, and we'll go from there. When did you meet Kaiser? If I can ask. I
3: knew him. Uh, he's one of those, you, know, they, you always say like, once you're like in your later years, you don't meet best friends. You kind of already have them. But I met him like not too soon. Like I met him probably three or two years before I was in the Schmodel and we worked together. Uh, he was a producer on a couple of shows that I worked on. And then we just, we kind of, near the edit bay a lot with your producer you kind of bond and we realized we had a lot in common but we realized we were also different in a way too which i think kind of helped us uh and and really got us to like just wanting to get to know each other more and stuff like that and um yeah he i just remember right before my audition and i told him i was going to audition as like the macho man he's like all right man and i remember he sent a christian a text because he knew christian and he was just like my my boy's going to audition for you today treat him well or whatnot like just the earliest you know uh, memories of that but like yeah then I kind of joked with him I brought him to the award show and I I said you should be my manager when you come in or or like I I kind of just had high hopes that there would be something for Kaiser in there not even maybe with me and then Christian was the one when, at the award shows like yeah you should you could be a manager or whatnot and then we we never heard anything else and then the call sheet got sent and it just said Smets uh, also with Kaiser and we it, that was like the confirmation like cool we're going to do this and we came in like we were like like we weren't any ideas of like we're gonna be good or bad. We were just gonna be us, um, and uh, you know we didn't want to be mustache twirling villains. Um, we weren't gonna be kissing babies either. And uh, I think, like you said, the Brock Lesnar, uh, uh, Paul Heyman dynamic. I think Kaiser would tell you, for him, in his mind, was more the LOD, like Legion of Doom, and he actually knew those guys growing up. So. Um, you know, his homage, like with the, well, like is from straight from LOD from fans that know Legion of doom, Hawk and animal. Um, and I think they'd be proud because I think, uh, for Kaiser has really kind of encapsulated that. And yeah, we were like, let's just be over the top eighties wrestlers, nineties wrestlers. Um, you know, I don't, I didn't think there was anything like that in the, I mean, there was, there was actually characters, uh, and I think Roka larger than life wrestling type character. Um, but no, there was no characters like ours where it was just this, like, really, you know, like we're talking about we're going to like wipe your blood from one side of the stage to the other. And I think I said that about Jay Washington. And it was like the ridiculousness of like how we're going to cut these promos, like we're going to fight them. And then I'm going to go answer questions about Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we went in, uh, you know, kind of just uh, really on the heels of, you know, others that made it successful, like Roka, the characters that had come through there um, and like legends like Kalinowski and, you know, for me like Rachel and Mara and um, the character work by Snyder and all that, like we did. And of course I cannot forget to mention Andrew guy and Ben Bateman. We saw them at a live event or I did. And I told or and then at the award show I told Kaiser, I'm like, watch these guys. This is what we need to be. And that was the same one where a uh, guy once wins, wins the villain, uh heel of the year award. And he's saying F you to everybody. And I was like, Like that's, it's going all in on a character and I want to do that. And I couldn't be any more different than the Smasher character, especially when we were kind of teetering on being a heel, you know? Um, And so it was, it was great to do that with my best friend and I love him. And yeah, it's, I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to those interactions again. I think you'll, the new Smasher, uh, Smasher 2.0 has gone through hell and back. Uh, I don't think I'll be just the silent one, you know, lurking in the background. I think less it'll be less he- Lesnar and Heyman and more how LOD was where they both had something to say and I think uh I think the fans are gonna like what we were coming up with I want to go all in on character next year so I want to have fun when you're taken away from this and you can't come back for a year and it was really hard um and so as much as the hard work is and you know watching some of these bad movies 50 times again and and the studying and stuff like that but like I'm not going to take it for granted. And I don't think anyone in the league currently takes it for granted. But, um, you know, sometimes you have the hard days where you're like, oh, is it even worth it?" And it? Is it even worth it? And, like, uh, I'm going to be a real dangerous smasher next year because uh, I'm embracing everything. I'm going to embrace the character even more. I'm embracing the hard work that it takes to get where I was even more. And uh, I have full support of my wife and my daughter who's walking in my room again, but full support of my wife. And uh, I'm just going to go all in and it's going to be a blast. Uh, I think Smasher 2.0 is going to be, a, 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 it's going to be something.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, fu- it's funny that you talked about uh, you and Kaiser at the awards, because unfortunately we did get the notification today that the awards are going to be digital, but let's be honest, your moment was probably gonna win moment of the year. Especially
3: uh, Roka <laughs> uh, retired. That's a pretty big uh, moment. I,
2: it's a pretty big moment. Yeah, but Smasher I'm a Roka fan, <laughs> but Smasher came back and everyone completely forgot about that. And it's just weird to to think. is probably gonna end up with the Yodi. Let, let's be honest. He but should. moment of the year, without a doubt, was probably you coming back. I, I I was up on the balcony for the second half of the show. And my oh, cool Chris and I's buddy Nick. Uh, there, there are three players that he loves and you're one of them. So I'm sitting up there and I'm recording it and I send it to him afterwards. And he's like, I hate you so much right now.
3: (laughs) Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. It was, you know, I couldn't even tell some people like first it was early on. We didn't know if we were Christian was like, maybe we won't even tell the other competitors. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm already going to have to hide out the whole time. Like, let me hang out with some people in the back rafters, you know, but, uh, (laughs)
1: Just let yeah. me out a little bit, just a little bit, yeah.
0: please. <laughs> and that that day, right, like, you, you talked about a little bit earlier, like, folks, like, they saw you around, but, like, no one really knew what was going on, or at least some folks had an idea. Yeah. But you're over here sitting on this secret for months, and you show up that day to the Globe Theater, and once you, like, you get the hoodie on, you put the gloves on, is that when it, start, is that when it starts becoming real, yeah. that you're actually doing this?
3: Yeah. And Kaiser was there and he starts laughing. We were in the green room and he was like, look at this guy. It's like 2019 all over again. This guy hasn't missed a beat. And I, that just like <laughs> further, like got me in the zone. And then, yeah, like I was given uh, a couple moments on my own down where the expo was. That's near the stairwell where they bring you up through the back. And it was just me. And I just kind of sat there where, uh, that stand up of Jen Sturger was like just right in that area and I was just kind of getting in the zone. And it's funny, like the, uh, once I put the hoodie on and once I put the whole, um, the, 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 persona on, I really do get in the zone. And I think that's probably what helped me not break character, uh, and do be able to do the promo without crying and whatnot. Like, um, and I think that that, um, to be honest, hurt me in the digital age. Uh, I did well in those exhibitions cause they were fun, like the back to the feature one and the champion of champions. But, um, you know, against Chandru and it's just no no slight on him. He was, like I said, in the promo, he was the better man that day. But, you know, when you're just sitting in front of a computer, like, it's just hard to get in the zone when I'm sitting here in my loafers with the hoodie, but still like when I'm, when I was down there, uh, when I put the, the, the gloves on and the hoodie on and I, I was around in the green room and people saw that I was getting in the zone. Like, yeah, it was, it was good to be back. It felt like, honestly, Kaiser was right. It didn't, it felt like we didn't miss a beat. It felt like 2019 again, so. I missed the whole digital age. If you think about it, like aside from those exhibitions early on in 2020, but I missed all of 20 uh, season eight, you know, season seven, I only had that one match. And then that, that was when it was in digital. And so it's crazy that I really missed that big chunk of the digital uh, era, you know? Uh, So it was tough to be away, you know?
0: now was now the, whole chandru through of everything like y'all have you know y- y'all traded words and he's to me he's the biggest heel the Shimodan has has right now and it probably will eclipse uh ever by the end of next year especially when he plays you and i yeah. told him out after spectacular i'm like i do not envy you having no. to play kevin Smets in his first <laughs> in his first match back like god bless you for being like you know what yeah i'll do it now if we can peel back the curtain a little bit like was that a conversation you and Chandru had about what was going to happen on stage? Like especially once you absolutely obliterated him verbally. And you I don't want him to lift the. I'll,
3: I'll cut you off there. I don't want to lift the curtain too much, but okay. Um, uh, yeah, like you know, as in anything. Like I just, I'll just say this. I I, uh, I applaud the guy he, to stand up there. I mean, this is why he's he's a heel of the year, and like you, you just stand up there and, and take it um and yeah. you know that he knew what his job was that day and it wasn't about him he knew that he was up there to set the table and those people were cheering me loud uh because of him not just because of me and so um i i really do you know lifting the curtain on that much like i really do applaud him on that uh i think he's he's um he's done his job so well. And, you know, like uh, I really respect him and gotten to know him and, you know, lifting the curtain up as far as that goes, like he's met my wife and my kid. So, you know, but um, when, when the cameras are on and next season happens, like it is going to be, we are, we understand um, the responsibility it is on us to uh, continue this rivalry. And we're going to, we, we both are on the same, like uh, the same mind of wanting to make it as big and as dramatic and, and fun as possible. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the conversations were had and like, he knows how much I appreciated him doing that. You know what I mean? Uh, it was a big thing, a big moment for me. And I understood that in order to get there, uh, he had to, he had to lay the groundwork and he had to lay the groundwork all year, to be honest. Like he had yeah. to, and he 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 carried that. Um, and so I'm I'm very blessed that I get to have a dance partner in Chandru and he knows that too. So uh, you know, I can't say I love the guy. I'll get an angry text from Christian, but yeah, Chandra knows how I feel about him. So
1: it was uh it, and again, going back to like watching the previous like your previous matches and seeing Chan even seeing Chandru and how he's evolved from like just being this like smiley guy to like full-blown yep. you know joker makeup on stage it's spectacular yelling i hate you to everybody like it's it's so good i mean he's so good Him I think, shouting,
3: I, I hate you and then i want to fight you mentally is just yeah the greatest thing ever
1: <laughs> it was amazing um but i kind of want to get into kind of back to what we were um discussing a little bit more in the beginning um earlier today you had posted that uh which i think is kind of like and also kind of what we we've, we've talked about um so it's kind of serendipitous I guess is the word I don't know if that's the right word is, but you had posted today how um one year ago today you were starting or you you were starting your your IV chemo treatment
3: right before Christmas
1: yeah. wild um, and I kind of want to if you know go back to you know everything with with starting that journey and um what what it all was kind of like in, in the beginning and, and you've made such a big platform for prevention and preventative screenings and um, just wanted to kind of yeah. chat with you on that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, it was important to me. Uh, and actually that was one big thing about coming back to like, I know how much hard work it's going to be. And I know that I'm putting my legacy on the line. Like, I think I came in like a buzzsaw and I did really well. And I think the IG division has gotten so much better in my, since I've been gone that you know coming back yeah i I risk coming back and having maybe a mediocre season or even getting a couple losses here and there i think the days of i mean right now mike is proving me wrong because he's beaten everybody but i think the days of someone being as dominant as smasher was when he first came on it's tough with the new crop um and the old crop still there you got mara and and you got um kalinowski and and now of course with parker there and uh amaru doing so well and i mean everybody has raised their game right so the, the why come back? Someone I remember, uh, one of my friends, who's not a big Schmodown fan. He's like, why would you come back? Like, you know, you, you're kind of on. And I said, because I want to keep that platform too. I, 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 do not forget all the fans and what they did for me during my off time, whether it was the smash whether it was the fundraiser or just uh, the love and support. Um, and I wanted to come back and give that back. And if that means I come back and I go, Oh, and Oh, and seven, but every time after that match, I'm making sure people know that, uh, to get checked early and to use that platform. Um, by the way, I'm not going to go 0-7. I'm going to be a champion probably <laughs> next year, just so everybody knows that. But, uh, and that's the goal. Um, but yeah, I'm going to use that platform. And yeah, you know, starting out early on, I knew. There was a decision I had to make. It was I had to retire. I knew that. And I, I decided, was I going to take people on this journey with me or I was going to um, kind of keep it to myself? And I decided that, uh, and almost selfishly, it felt a little therapeutic for me to be public about it. And then I uh, just realized how many people that I was reaching when people started messaging me saying I got checked early. I found something like uh, I would say 150 people emailed me or messaged me or tweeted at me saying they got checked and five people caught something early. Um, And one of them, actually, their mother caught um, breast cancer right there. Uh, She said, I'll get checked for breast cancer. Why not? While I'm there. And they found it, too. And again, you just wait a couple months later, you never know if stage three goes to stage four or if stage one goes to stage two and and make things a lot more difficult. So um, I decided, um, you know, that was it's very important to me when I come back too. that. I'm going to keep that banner going. I'm going to make sure everybody knows um, that I'm young and I got it. You know, I'm forty two. Like I think I'm forty two. <laughs> I, I always forget. I, once I turned forty, I forgot what age I. I know. mean,
2: don't you want to forget after that? So like, I say, I like yeah, or it's because started. I'm <laughs> really
3: old and it's just yeah, it's senile. But yeah, uh, you know, uh, I'm definitely under the age that they tell you to get screened. And uh, I remember even my uh practitioner saying, you know, maybe just wait till after your baby, you can get you colonoscopy. And I went to my wife about that, and she's like, no, it'd probably be easier to do it before. Let's be honest, before the baby came. And then I decided, yeah, and. Um, but yeah, I'm going to keep, I'm gonna, like you said, like those early days, uh, I think it was very therapeutic kind of going public with it. Cause I knew if I'm going to go through all this hell, um, I'd like to make sure that maybe my struggle will mean that someone else doesn't have to struggle. And that was very important to me. And so that's why I continue. I, I used to get worried and be like, I hope people don't think I'm tweeting just cause I want sympathy and stuff like that. Like, you know, I I just wanted people to follow my journey. And I even still have bad days. I I have four major dental procedures that I have to go through because like my teeth look great here, right? You can't tell, but uh, underneath and like in behind, because the chemo, it destroys enamel. It just, it destroys everything on your body, fingernails, nails, skin, hair, everything. Um, And, you know, I've been off chemo for six months, but now all of the effects on my teeth, like it's crazy the amount of down work I have to get done. Um, and so I decided I'm going to, you know, even though I'm in remission, like I still have tough days and I'm going to make sure that I keep letting people know that my tough days are there. And it's because I want to remind them to get checked themselves. And that's why I did that. To answer your question, I did that post today because it was a year ago that I started the IV treatment and I just wanted, you know, it was, it was preventable. If I would have gotten checked probably a year prior than when I got checked, it probably wouldn't have been stage three. It would have been stage two. So you just never know. Um, yeah.
1: And, and we bring that up because um, you and I had a conversation and yes. um, whew, this is going to be hard. <laughs> um, oh. I've never, no, I, I've never talked about this publicly, right? Like I've, I've mentioned it to, to you that I was thinking about it, but for something that I've only kept, I've kept within just my family um, for the last Literally, it'll be ten years in February. I was twenty-five when I I got the blood work, but my family has a um, has hereditary um, ovarian cancer. So, my mom um, has the the genetic uh, has the gene for it. Um, her mom had it. I never really met my grandmother because she passed away before. Um, at, at she got diagnosed at fifty with ovarian cancer and passed away at fifty-one from it. Um, so anyway, with that being said, uh, when you have a family member or a parent who has the BRCA one or two gene, you have a, their children have a 50/50 shot. Um, I actually found my original paperwork by the way wow. <laughs> from when I, from yeah. when I got it done. Um, and you know I because of family history and I, my mom is one of seven and out of um, her six siblings, another I think she's five of them, all, or, like, I think five out of the seven all have been tested, and four of them have the BRCA1 gene, and I have it as well. So, um, I've known for 10 years that uh, it's something that I have. Um, and you talk about preventative screenings, and it means things like getting mammograms done yeah. on a yearly basis, ultrasounds done on a yearly basis, CA125s done on a yearly basis and I've never regretted getting this blood work done um and it was wild cuz like right when I got it done too I was in a brand new job at at the time at this at the same OBGYN actually the doctor who did my blood work a few years ago, um, passed away from pancreatic cancer. Yeah. So it's wild to like see his name on this paperwork, but like I was in a brand new relationship with the the man that's actually now my husband. So you know, you dating someone for a month, and then I'm like, oh, let me go get this blood work done that just changed my entire life.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, literally. But I think it's 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 something that it, it needs to be said because it men can carry it too, um, and there's so much out there and so much information that is so important that I now know after a certain point in time, like the preventative surgeries that I'm going to have to have, because I have a, I want to say 64%, as long as I like take, you know, oral constant, like all this other stuff, like if I do certain things, I still have like a 64% chance of getting ovarian cancer at some point in my life before 50. So, you know, now I'm 35 and these are conversations that I'm having with my husband of like, Hey, we got to start looking into, let's see what our insurance has. Cause we yeah. got to start looking into these, you know, uh, these preventative surgeries to see what, what can be done. Um,
3: well, I, I would also for you, uh, you know, when you're trying to look at a bright side of things, you know, getting these constant screenings is going to be good for you because, um, there's a reason that you're going to get checked up now. And if they're God forbid it does happen, and that sixty-four percent hits, you're going to catch it early, and you're going to beat it, and you have a whole community here that's going to back you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not going to happen though, because you're going to no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. um, but it, you know, it, it puts a lot of things into perspective, and it's even crazier. I have a sister who she's on the other fifty percent. She doesn't have the gene, wow. so it's like it's just it's so. It's just, it's so wild, right? Like it's, and I've had, you know, the scares with the mammograms where they think they found something and I had to sit and get the biopsy and wait for those results and panic quietly, like (laughs) in, in my bedroom. And like, you know, it's so it's, it's definitely something that is so important to talk about that I don't think I would have ever have brought up if it wasn't for at least on like a public thing like this, if it wasn't for this community, honestly, like talking with you. So
3: I appreciate that. Yeah. God I mean, damn it. it's, <laughs> it's brave of you to, to share it. It's it, like I said, it. I think for me, it came easy to, to talk about it, but I understand why people wouldn't want to talk about it. And I think it's brave of you to do it because uh, it, it's, it's going to remind people that it's not just colon cancer to get checked. It's everything um, because it's going to literally we're taking care of our own. Um, and, um, you know, I think uh, it's, they call it scanxiety. I have that for the next three years until I get officially cured. I get blood work every three months. I get blood work and I get a CT scan every six months. Like, and those are the rough times. And you're going to have, you're going to have that now probably for a while. And so, um, you know, lean on your friends and your family and we got your back and I'm here for you when you need it. And uh, yeah, it. I think it's brave that you sharing that. It was funny, not funny, but while you were talking daria Shishkova was in the chat that uh, and i know exactly what happened because she's watching it in the other room with her ipad and she probably had it open and my daughter pressed buttons because every time she sees an ipad <laughs> <laughs> so you're literally i don't want you thinking she was doing some emoji cute thing that was my daughter slamming I on the keyboard of the
1: that's, ipad, that's, of the that's iPad.
3: What she I... likes any keyboard she, sees, she likes to slam it down so um yeah, t- Dari, will have a laugh. Like that
1: message that I had to unsend to you because one of my children I work with got a hold we of my phone it. I was like, just, just doing
3: whatever. It's funny.
1: Yeah, and no, that's funny that like, yeah, it happened to you now too. Yeah, to me. It's it's great. Um, but yeah, no, it's I mean, hereditary cancers are hereditary for a reason. And there's so many things that if you have a family history, at least the least you can do is just like talk to your doctor and and figure it out. I know, um, I, it, honestly, colon cancer is one of those that they do genetic testing for.
3: <laughs> it was. I knew um, it. Yeah,
1: I love that so much. So you know, that's another one that that there's a lot of. Um, we actually, I, my uncle who had, who also had colon cancer, um, they did the genetic screening for it, and it wasn't anything genetic. But it was, you know, my mom's brother. They needed to make sure that it wasn't another yeah. situation like that. But it's just, it's.
3: I had to go through. It's They it tech you for I think it's like ninety two. Ninety-two different hereditary things, and that was really worried then too. Because then I was like, "Oh my God, if I have, if I just gave this to my child who just just got born, and now she's predisposed to having this." And yeah, I, I broke down in tears when I got the report back that it was not hereditary or it was not something genetic. Um, you know, uh, who knows how I got it? Was it was it diet? Was it just the environment? Was it a paint that was uh, in my room? When I was growing up they even the doctors say they can't really pin it down but you can play the percentages and for me it was probably you know a little of the diet and uh you know I'm trying to eat and, and do that better but you know it's all preventative uh you know but it's not at the same time you can be super one of the healthiest guys in the world and then it could still hit you and it could hit you stronger uh than ever before so uh, I don't think uh you know you know it it sucks uh, Allison when when you feel like You know, it's not fair. It's like you got predisposed to. It's like you didn't have any choice in the matter. Um, But um, you know, it just means that uh, that it just builds. You're going to be stronger for it. And uh, I think you're going to have nervous times when you get those scans and when when you have to go in. But I think, like I said, if you're trying to see any positive. Is catching it early is going to be more likely for you because there's a right. reason you're going to get checked out all the time. Whereas for me, if I honestly, if I didn't have my wife, like even when I was having symptoms, I was just like, that's fine. Dude, even my general practitioner looked at the symptoms at first and misdiagnosed me and said it was something else until we actually went in there with the colonoscopy. So, um, you know, it sucks, but uh, I know you're strong just from our conversations. And um, you know, it's it's not an easy thing to share. So I appreciate you doing that, and especially you know, with me on here, that was. So I got your back. I got your back. Like I told you.
1: That's all I ever wanted. <laughs> Thank See, you. No, I'm, I'm glad we, I'm glad we got to, we got to chat about that. Yay.
0: <laughs> no. And i um, I was, and Allison, Um, she had, she asked, you didn't ask me, but you were like, yo, like, like is this like appropriate? I'm like, of course. Like if anyone's going to want to hear it, it's going to be Kevin, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah. especially that like both of y'all, I, I commend the both of you guys. Cause I'm. Like just when, when Kevin, when you first shared your, your diagnosis, like it, like it just, it rocked every, this whole space. And I think that's,
2: uh, Matt, I don't know if, um, I, was, if you I, texted, I was texting, I was texting, I texted you that day. Cause I was watching it live and you're like, huh? It's like, it was nuts. Cause you don't, cause you don't hear about that.
3: I'm like, listening you know? to you. Sorry. I love she's her just coming
0: so no, you're fine. I love um, her so much. Th- This whole space, it's. I, I think yeah. I didn't realize how tight it was until until you shared until you you shared this very personal bit with everybody and we and everyone rallied to, to, to come to support you like and yeah. then the smashathon came not too long after that and shout out to our friends at call to action for really take uh, just taking that uh, by mm-hmm. the reins and inviting everybody to do it it was it, it was nuts and still and here we are um, all this time later and you're back you know and like yeah you you still have to you know you said you're getting blood tests done and doing your scans but like holy shit when i when i said uh inspirational to a lot of people like it's just in general just to keep fighting you know And we've seen that from you and we've seen it from like the both of y'all you know sharing your peace yeah when when folks may find it uncomfortable and not like that it's it's nuts and i hope people i know jake said in the chat earlier like oh has no real reason to not get scanned like, that, like, or go get they do you it, want? you know. And, and same what's thing for me, that? you know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in that same boat. I have no reason to not do it. So, and it,
3: you can take advantage while you still gotta wear masks. Yeah. it's easier for them to to go up your ass when you're wearing a mask because they can't see them and they can't see you. <laughs> I mean, these are like.
0: They, really
3: start,
1: they, start, they start putting you under twilight anesthesia now. That's what, I had to get one done uh, recently. I'll, I'll say it. I had to get one done. I ended up in the hospital with some GI symptoms, and I had to get one done. And they, just, I went. They were like, "Here's your little." like, "Here you go." And I fell asleep, and then I woke back up, and I was like, "Oh, we're all done." They're like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Yeah, that was fine." The prep's the worst. It's it's the prep oh. going into it. That's the, the, the,
3: the prep, <laughs> prep is like you're on an episode of Fear Factor, and it's that second it part where you have to do something it's, disgusting. The, the drink. So Bad, it's like there's a, seaweed, oh make it taste like seaweed mixed with like rotten egg. Can't you get
2: away uh, drinking ginger ale though? Like for no, an but, if
3: you, but here's the thing: if you don't clear it out, and they're up there, and there's it's not clear out, you wake up and they're like, "Hey, you didn't do your job," and then you got to go back and you got to do it again. So uh, the, the the cleanser that I had it does not taste good, but man, it works. And uh, I mean, it they mixed mine with the a,
1: they mixed mine with a little bit of apple juice, so it tasted a little bit better. I had, I had that to like. Or like a little gator. That was bad. It's not fun,
0: yeah. but
1: it's important. So do it.
0: Damn right. And I do want to before Matt before yeah, yeah. do that. I want to clarify. Uh, Sugar, we can pull up the comment again. Um, and not only was he two A, but it was uh, Sean Sullivan, oh, Sean, and yeah, PJ definitely. Maxwell, and many other folks. Like it was. It was definitely a group effort. And it was a community effort, and uh, we were just. And maybe I said C two A because that you know, those are the folks who invited yeah, us. And then you, and know, know, you, know, know. you know,
3: honestly, Paul Preston and Kaiser really, really right because uh, I didn't want uh, at first a uh, uh, GoFundMe, and then they decided that they didn't care what I wanted, uh, and because they knew what I needed and what my family needed, and it really kept us afloat. Like to be honest, um, which was and I, I was blown away by everybody, and 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 I still am, uh, and that's why everything I do in the league, it's going to be for the fans. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm coming back as a heel. Uh, Christian made a joke I think about was,
1: how hard you try. I tried to go heel. So at spectacular
3: much. and it didn't work. <laughs> no, uh, the original not. spectacular. I tried to turn on the fans, but they were chanting smasher. And I was just like, well, like funny side story it. to that is I, I knew what I was going to say. And then we didn't really know what uh, Mike was going to say. And his preamble was very similar to the same beats that I was planning on going to heal win or lose. And so, I mean, my dad was in the crowd, and my original plan to go heel was to even say, like, point my dad out and be like, Dad, you weren't even there for me during Don't Tell Peter, and, like, just totally turned bad. But then they're chanting Smasher, Smasher when I made my entrance, and I remember looking at Kai, Christian, like, How how am I going to fully turn to the dark side here? Um, Yeah, but Christian made a joke and said, I think he, he's like, You can go in front of the stage and probably toss a bag of your urine on the front row, and they'll still be like, Yeah!
1: <laughs> Literally, you i mean, you're I'll like, never do that. But. It's like the Stone Cold Steve Austin, like the Attitude Era. Like no one was supposed to, you're supposed to be big, but everyone loved him. Like, and it's another just, inside,
3: tra- inside story of that is Paul Oyama <laughs> premiered the weekend before me. Uh, we had taped our matches, I think on different days, but his match aired first. And I remember, you know, people were like, oh, a heel and like another sunglass. remember at first they were kind of critical of him. They got to know him and then loved him, obviously, as a heel. But at first they were like another sunglass toting heel. Um, You know, why is every – with good cause, people were like, why is every fan leaguer coming in like a bad guy? Like Chance came in as a bad guy and now Paul with the bad guy. Why is every fan leaguer, you know, there's good guys out there. And so then meanwhile I'm sitting here because I was in the fan leagues briefly and I was like – I was like, dude, I'm going to come in and they're going to just – they're going to be like, oh, here, another family was a bad guy because I don't shake David Moore's hand when I come out. And then he even makes a joke and says, hey, it was Black History Month, getting a good laugh from the <laughs> crowd. And I make the entrance. And to another side story is one of the lights went down and they had to stop for a second right after my entrance. And so it's all quiet in the studio. And Christian just says to me uh, – he said something like, uh, after that entrance, man, you better back it up or something like funny. It, was, it wasn't like uh, aggressive, but it was like – Damn, man, you you're kind of like at that entrance, you get ready. And um, so I was worried. I was like, man, here comes because I remember thinking that in the back of my head. I'm like, does that come through on my entrance? And um, sure enough, you know, when when the mo- when the match aired, people were responsive to it, but they weren't like, oh, another heel. They didn't even, I don't think they ever, anybody really saw us as a heel, even early on. They just thought that we were just this crazy duo that we're gonna come in and bust heads and not. We didn't care if you cheer us or boo us. We're just going to do our thing. You know what I mean? And I think that that translated well um, in my journey in the Schmodown. And you know, look, and it was just so great then to have Paul Ilyama in my faction, uh, and then and then when we were the dungeon, earliest formation of that. So, yeah, little side stories there on on the day, the day. I on. love it. That's awesome. All
2: right. Well, we do have two stream labs right now. The first one is from Jesse Swift and it said all the love in the world to the kind and bright folks on screen, inspiring us at home. This is what good people look like. Got to get ready for our view. Much love everyone.
3: Oh, thanks. Don't thanks. He's uh, the best.
2: Another one from Jake Yacovetta. Much love to Kevin Allison and everyone who shared their personal experiences with, with cancer. Most of us have had someone in our lives with it, but not many of us talk about it. I'll schedule a screening soon. We have too many live events that we can't
3: miss. That's right. Let's get it done, Jake. You I'm know.
1: gonna I'm gonna message you every day to see if you got it. I'm gonna annoy the sh- shit out of you. She'll
3: Call do, do t- it. T- get cringe. your ass in there. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's gonna happen. That's how I ended up on this show. I just annoyed the shit out of everybody, and then they're like, fine, You can come be on Spin from the no, wheel.
0: No, that's definitely not it at all. N- uh. now to give me to watch the Rocketeer. That's exactly what yeah, it i was about to say, What I did to get Chris story.
1: to watch the Rocketeer. I was like, "Did you watch it yet? You, how about now?" You watch I watched it, now?
0: it on the plane It's Spectacular, and I have no regrets. Great flick. Uh, yes oh, it is the yes, best it is.
4: it's one of my but, favorites
0: uh kevin before we let you out of here yeah. um of course we gotta talk about the future and we, t- we we talked about it with uh you match with chandru but uh you've been away for a minute and like you said there's been a lot of new faces in inner geekdom and yeah. um there's a possibility maybe depending how things may go you may even end up facing someone you're awfully familiar with in robert parker this year or this upcoming year so like From the outside looking in, like what's what have your thoughts been on inner geekdom? And you've already given us a taste, but what else can we expect from Smasher 2.0 in season nine?
3: Well, um, I think the next season is going to be uh, it's a look, it's a challenge already. Um, I'm not going to lie, you know, uh, I was away from it for a year. Uh, and I I purposely, uh, from the second I was diagnosed until I found out I was remission, I refused to watch a single IG movie, not even the ones that came out because I was just like a it was nice to get the break but b um i just i didn't want to hang on to any hope so even when i knew the new movies were announced i waited until i was in remission to even buy the movies and i mentioned this on another show i said uh when i got the news that i was in remission i spent um 275 dollars on as many like in bundles these new movies from oh, wow. the New from season 8 editions and now uh without getting into spoiler territory season nine, they're adding another 50 or something. So um, you're going to hear even more movies that you haven't heard of before. So the challenge though, is for me, um, you know, is I think of it in terms of being an athlete too. Uh, You know, when I used to train for marathons and iron teams and stuff like that, and do coaching, like I've been away for a while. So, you know, you got to start small and kind of get your muscles back. And then you start getting muscle memory and um, going through like some of my old notes and my flashcards, I'm old school, like, I do it old school like this, you know, I know there's apps for it, but I kind of like a, you know, I'm an old man. So I, I do it, do it old. Like, you know, I'm like a clever Lang, I, you know, I'm like Rocky in, in the woods, you know, <laughs> in the snow, in the mountains. But, um, you know, just going through all of my old stuff and all the base, um, the base knowledge that I have, it's crazy. I joke and say, if I would have put my energy into rocket science or something else, uh, I could have done a lot more good for the world. But instead, I remember all these details from Star Trek and Harry Potter and all the base. So uh, it, it's been uh, just diving back in uh, now that I know that a return is imminent, um, getting these new uh, movies uh, under my belt, that has been the next step. Uh, but think of it. So my challenge is I got to re It's been a year. I got to reacquaint myself with all the old stuff and get as good as I was before, because I don't want to, you know, if I didn't think I could do this, I wouldn't come back. Um, and then now, you know, there's there's over for me. I think there's over since my since my last match. There's I think 100 and, 142 or 132 new movies um, since my return. Um, now everybody now got acquainted with like 80 new movies last season, and they were working on that. So for me, it's getting the first 200 movies down, and now this new 142 because I think there's like now 350 or 400 movies, whatever the numbers are. The challenge is reacquainting myself with the old stuff, making sure I got that base, and then moving on to learning these new ones. And uh, that has been uh, what I've been doing. And, you know, uh, needless to say, uh, every day I'm getting better, and it's crazy because it's only you know, it's, Adam. what do you call it? Christmas Adam? That was funny. That's
1: what I call it. Yeah, that's what
3: we call De- it. December. Yeah. December 23rd. Uh, you know, a match for me. I don't think any matches start until February. I don't know what their plan is or what the schedule is, but I'm on schedule for what I need to do. Uh, I have a very uh, specific way of how I get into my training. It comes from my being coaching marathon teams. And I know that a brain is a muscle too. And building up and doing the things that I need to do and getting myself to peak. And then staying at that peak right around when that match happens because there is a peak. And if you peak too early, you try to hang on to it. You get burnt out. If you peak too soon or uh, if you peak too late, then you're not ready for it. So it's getting in that sweet spot. Um, And so it's been fun. Uh, It's been challenging and it's daunting. I think some of the things I used to do training, I can't do anymore because there's just too much, too many movies. Um, And as as far as the future with the roster, um, I'm just excited. It's funny because – you know, there's all these new players, but here I'm going to play Ch- Chandru again for my third match, right? Uh, which that'll be my ninth match as a, in IG, which means I have played him a third of the matches of my career. So that's fun. Uh, especially with a lunatic like that who's so good But I, you know they offered me Or they, there was early discussions about a, a Tune up match instead or maybe going up Against an incoming rookie and d- you do one of those Kind of spectacle matches where I just go in And not saying that it would have been A, a foregone conclusion but they put, Try to set me up with someone that I could probably Defeat easily and I didn't want any part of that uh, I wanted to, to pick up where I resumed I didn't want a title match I didn't want a number one Contender match either I didn't want any of that I wanted. I thought it was interesting story To tell once Chandru lost to Mike that uh here you have this lunatic character who is on a losing streak 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 now there's no way he wants to lose again right he, he just doesn't want to lose after losing to Mike and losing again um further keeping himself away from that title hunt Um, and then with our history, there's no way that I want my match coming back to lose against him a second time in a row, the last two matches. Right. So there's so much stakes on the line with this match between me and him. Um, and it, and I think sometimes the best villains are villains that believe in what they're doing. And I think he's going to believe in what he's doing is the right thing, even though he's a crazy person. And I think the, for me, it's going to be, I think for me, it's going to be, uh, uh, just as uh, important and the stakes have never been higher and I'm excited to to do that. And I'm ready to go. I, my comeback is a multi-step plan just like it would be for any athlete coming back and, and getting their feet under me. And, you know, it's going to be a big victory. The second I get to say, uh, when they say, are you ready? And I say, I'm on the mic, I'm ready. That's, that's step one and that's going to be a huge victory for me Win or lose that day, the rest of the roster. I can't wait. Um, Saul, I, I didn't mention Saul earlier, but Saul, I think me and Saul would be gold in a promo um, I think <laughs> leading up to that, we'd be very intense. Um, and you know, Amaru, I'm a big fan of he, you know, watching him, he, I didn't watch too many matches in the last season when I started missing it. Cause it was just too hard on me mentally, but I did watch collision. And I just, I remember reaching out to him cause I just thought it, he looked like he was having so much fun up there. Uh, and you gotta remember, we gotta remind ourselves to do that. And I think, uh, uh, I lost a little side of that, you know, when I wanted to be a fighting champion and then I couldn't defend because, Uh, I couldn't play Mara in New York and then I couldn't play in Houston. It was Chandru and then it was going to be in Orlando Chandru and it didn't happen. There was all this pressure. And then to play behind a computer and, you know, they just just, after studying all season long and then having my match finally in August, it was tough. And uh, Mm
4: -hmm. that
3: loss was tough. Um, And then the news right after that was tough. So uh, I don't take it for granted coming back. Like it it definitely uh, makes me so happy that I'm going to be back and to play guys. Like, I can't wait to play Mara. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that would be an amazing match to have. Like, um, the females in, in the division too. Taylor, like, I, I want, I think there's going to be more. Like, I think there should be. And uh, if you could tell, I'm excited to play everybody. And then, of course, you know, it's unspoken, but it's going to happen one day. It's Kevin Kalinowski, or Smets Kalinowski 3. And that, that will be the of joint one, one day. And hopefully, uh, you know... Uh, He keeps his end of the bargain. He keeps winning and I'll keep my end of the bargain and and maybe that'll be for a title. And then, of course, like, you know, my homeboy, Robert Parker, too, like I I was training with them all season long when I could, you know, chemo permitting. And so, um, you know, I I, there's just so many just to answer your question. There's so much to be excited about. And uh, that makes me dangerous because I have the fun back in it. I, I told Kaiser it feels the most like before I debuted ever before in training because. Um, I just feel like I'm going to have this chip on my shoulder. I don't think I'm going to be favored going into the Chandra match. I shouldn't be, let's be honest. I've been away for 15 months, 16 months, and that guy's a legend killer. So, uh, going in with that uh, chip on my shoulder that I had, uh, after being denied in the fan leagues and just wanting to prove to everybody, like, look, I can do it. And you're going to see me do it with a whole new skill set, a whole new skill set, a whole new uh, setup of movies. And like I said, Smasher 2.0 is going to be, Uh, we're going to dial the character up and we're going to have, you're going to see someone that's having fun. And when the, when the camera's on, he's having fun, but you're going to see, it's just going to be all character and all business and uh, take care of business and get that championship in 2022.
0: Hell yeah. For anyone who has any doubt that Kevin Smith is not going (laughs) to come back like a a bull through China shop. Just rewatch what he just said (laughs) (laughs) and inject that in your bloodstream.
1: I also have to say one of the other things that's been, uh, as a competitor, especially watching you compete and going back and watching these matches, how many times, I think I, there was one with that Sean that Drew uh, championship match where you got the same question from like a previous match and you were just like, you already asked me that, but here's the answer, but you should give me another one. The sportsmanship that you have, I think, because I, I you, you noticed that it happens in a couple of matches. Um, where you're like, you know, just give me another question. You gave, you actually gave me the answer when you did that. You just give me another one, because one, I think it's a just your your uh, your sportsman is, is amazing, but also I think it's kind of it, it's almost like a mind fuck too in a way, because you're just like I can answer anything. So like I That's already answered, give me another question, like just tell me. Me like, that. It's, after it's, it's 2019
3: wild. Ellis said that he was like I knew you were in the zone when you just immediately waved off my question you're like I already got that give me another one and then I answered that one and he was like that's when I knew he was like that's when I knew at, during that match that you were in this zone that was going to be very tough and I was um yeah I kind of I was feeling it I like live events to be honest it's great. it
1: was it's so yeah. it's so cool, so badass.
0: And we love seeing you come back at a live event, Kevin. <laughs> and in <laughs> yes. and, and typical spin-the-real from the real fashion, we told you 45, we kept you for 50. That's so, all right. Happy to be here. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. It's it's a pleasure talking to you and for you know taking up your time on a Christmas Adam. You know, Christmas and, Adam. You know, I love
1: that we're coining this here now because I've been calling it this for like 10 years. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yo, but um, yes, much love. We do need to see Smasher live in NYC, in Orlando, Chicago, Atlanta, Dallas. Uh, Nashville, Dallas.
2: I, I gotta see him in Booker T's arena. That's all, yeah, I'm man. Saying.
3: That would on? be the dream, and I would come out probably in full wrestling gear. I, I remember. Yeah, it gets hard in all. Yeah, we. I mean, I don't want to spoil it in case it ever happens. But when when that was gonna happen originally in 2020, like Kaiser and I, we had plans. It, we were coming out. It, you guys would have thought you were watching. The Attitude Era of WWE. I, I was like
0: watching Nitro on a Saturday night <laughs> yeah, in Los exactly. Angeles. <laughs> exactly,
3: yeah, we, we were going We had some crazy ideas. So, if they ever have that back there, so I'll be excited to share with well, you, know,
0: Kevin. Thank guys. you so much, and I appreciate. Yeah, sure I can you. speak for all of us. It's been from the real, and it, it's an honor getting to talk to you. It's a pleasure, and hopefully, so it won't be the last time.
3: Guys. And yeah, and again, uh, great talking to you guys. And thanks. It was me the reason that we got delayed. And I found out all these friends that I saw on Sunday had COVID, so I had to race and bring my family and get get our test, and we were all negative. So it seems like uh, everyone in space yesterday. is
2: testing uh, testing positive. Like everyone in like the Schmodown Sh- space or Schmodown adjacent is testing positive. Right? Yeah, and <laughs> well,
3: without going into who, but yeah, someone that I knew, and I was like, uh, shoot, we're about to see family, so. I literally we were racing to get in the car and you guys were gracious to kind of push it so i appreciate that and it, it was worth the wait and you know obviously allison it's very brave of you to share what you shared so i'm happy Thank to be here right. and uh next season when i uh when we're ready to rock let me know i'll come back and we'll talk about my smashing victory over Chandru. Right. absolutely,
2: right. absolutely. Get smashed.
1: <laughs> open invitation to spin from
2: the real anytime you want Smet. So all right come, i mean harper relax. already it, it takes advantage of that at every given moment so. <laughs> and now all kevin's right. gonna do the same thing really all be. right
0: bro thank you so much we'll talk sure. to you soon
3: Thanks, kevin, okay. kevin
0: smetz the smasher everybody joining spin from the real for the first time and hopefully not the last hopefully we didn't scare him away yes. like like everyone's so nice but he he was so damn cool uh, much love to kevin smith and much love to everyone in the chat Yes. Um, all the donations that we got over the course of the show. Um, Tim Sim, you nailed it right in the head, dude. Welcome back, Smet. Seriously. Like, that's 100%. exactly what it is. Um, and Like, the moment at uh, Spectacular. And, yeah, so, like, yeah, some folks may have known about it. And a lot of folks, that was the talk of the town going into the the show. Like, oh, is Smet's going to show up. Like, people are out here fantasy booking. And by people, I mean me. Fantasy <laughs> folks like When, when Smet's going to come out? I thought he was going to come out after Geekdom but um that wasn't the case so it, it is what it is um and
1: look spin from the real now owns has the record of how of uh of, of how fast allison can cry on the street we're, like, we're, we're at 11 minutes i want to say no we were it, at like it was nine like nine, nine. No. it was like nine thirty. We like nine forty-five. like
0: because yeah. my man was he was telling us that story and you're already going he didn't stop and i don't even think he noticed but all of us in the, the chat and uh, matt and i were like yeah she's yeah like, i think we there got it is
1: we got it. Yep. Nope. So congratulations. We'll see. (laughs) Yo, I like, I love this. This is so fun.
0: And it's, it's the perfect way to, you know, close out the final show that we have the record for how quick Alice is on (laughs) when you can cry. Uh, But to everyone in the chat, uh, thank you so much for checking out the show for subscribing to the channel, leaving likes. It means a lot to all of us over here. Uh, This is our last show of the year and we're going to take a few weeks off. They're going to come back around mid to late January, depending now that awards is getting uh, digi- digitized. Is that the yes, word? Um, we're going to uh, play around with what we're going to be doing over here at the show and when we're coming back, but we'll announce all that later when uh, we have everything nailed out. But um, Allison, it's your, your first show with me, officially uh, second so show overall, let the folks know where they can find you so we can get out of here.
1: Yeah, no, you can find me over on Twitter at, Alison Um, You can find me here. Uh, you can also find me on the Instagrams, Alison underscore um, Every now and then I pop up over on Flick and Real with my boys, Jesse and Sean. So yeah. And then wherever else I decide to invite myself, we'll see what happens in the new year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so many opportunities, maybe some new shows all around the space. Yeah. Who the hell knows? I feel like a new um, after show. You, you're gonna week.
1: find me on uh, for Chris's sake again to uh, talk about the Rocketeer once we get Relatively that
0: <laughs> production yes. meeting right now. <laughs> yes, we no, no, right here, right
2: now. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe Cannon. not.
0: <laughs> um, Matt, where can the folks find you on social
2: media? Here, just here. This is that's where I'm at. Uh, I'm, as, as everyone knows, unless it's sports stuff or uh, sharing links, I don't do social media all that often. So.
0: Uh, subscribe to the channel for match please if you are already haven't subscribed please do so um you can catch me or actually suge should hey Shug, what is you still going in with us, buddy
4: i oh i'm here i'm here uh oh. i i i got the record time for allison crying oh, oh, um
2: <laughs> we do have a, a stream lab real quick oh hit me from tim sim excited for the return of smets next season and the yeah, story right. of where it could go and hope everyone is well for the holidays, especially in the scary time, of se- in this scary time uh, of the season. Much love to y'all, especially Allison, who is a vital member of our after-show community. Damn right,
0: Aww. damn right. Tim Sam coming in hot.
2: Tim Sim,
4: and and shout out to Jada Paramo,
2: yeah, who uh, came in my, as the, as we're closing out.
4: Yeah. No, but I appreciate no, that's, that. That's the big homie. That's the big homie right there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can find me at Shugnight three two three on yeah. Twitter. Uh, knight one two three one three two three on Twitch. Uh, and you can uh, make sure to follow the channel, like, subscribe. Uh, I know me and Allison have some Cobra Kai stuff in the works. Chris has got some stuff going on. Matt has, you know, his sports shows, his real talk, and all his uh, movie reviews. So check that stuff out. And also just uh, thank you for everyone for this year. Uh, thank you to Matt and Chris for bringing me in uh, in the year. Uh, appreciate you both obviously allison who's been a spark plug in the community and amazing uh and really is awesome and we have a lot of great ideas for next year you're not going to want to miss it uh we are going with our names spin from the real so you're gonna you're gonna love the ideas uh that we we, that i I will say one person on this camera came up with because none of us else did (laughs) Yeah, you saying we is very generous. <laughs> <laughs> right. So thank you, everybody. Appreciate all of you. Appreciate Mike Deacon, Jader, Tim Smith, Tim Sim, uh Brian, Maddie, Brandon, Jesse, uh, everyone. Jesse, in the everybody that's supported us all year. Uh Corey Cameron, uh Haskell, Maddie Gunner, you know, all the people that have been here, Kelly. Uh, thank you, Brandy. Everybody appreciate all of you. Really do. Thank you very much. Much love to all of you. Can't wait for next year. Enjoy your holidays. Stay safe. Happy New Year. Happy Merry Christmas to all you. Happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. And uh, thank you very much for the support for this channel, for everybody on screen. Damn right. Forward, right. I
0: couldn't have said any better myself. Uh, big love to all the other After Shows that have been so kind to have us on um, and to come on our show. It's been it's been a long season, in the Schmodown. And it may have ended a few weeks ago, but we're finally ending ours right now and we're going to come back hot and heavy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to come back hot uh, in January. We'll come back in January. That, that's the one thing I can tell you. When, follow us on Twitter at Spin from SpinFromTheReal for updates on what we got going on. Uh, much love to everyone in the chat. You can find me at C, the letter C, Anthony Lopez on Twitter, and the letter C, underscore Anthony Lopez on Instagram. This, this is awesome, and the fact that uh, we get to do this cool stuff Every typically Monday, but um, on the Thursday right before Christmas, like what it, I Christmas share from sentiment. Eve. Christmas Adam Eve. Uh, Christmas, Happy Adam. Christmas Adam. Christmas Adam.
1: Because Adam came before Eve. Eve, Eve in the Bible. Yes,
0: gave, all I know, about gave it. The rib Eve made, or Adam was friends called it rib. Christmas
2: Eve Eve. So I'm gonna go with the latest show of all time. <laughs> the
0: yeah yeah man, uh, but uh, I was I was about to break down. Um,
1: we don't need to break Again, down Genesis. Bible. It's
0: fine. Yeah, Genesis. <laughs> I'm glad you said because I didn't remember it. Um, but Catholic, uh, Matt, uh, wrap us up, brother, one last time for 2021. Remember, folks, spin from the reel and not the peg. Have a good night.